FinTech Hunting is hosted by Michael Hammett, JD, CMT, keynote speaker, author, and founder and president of Next Level Advisors. Join Michael as he seeks out tech visionaries, leading lenders, trailblazing executives, and other financial influencers to bring you actionable insights and lead generation tactics, all centered around industry greatness and success. We would like to thank our 2022 FinTech Hunting Sponsors, Encelerate, Equifax, WFG Enterprise Solutions, CoreLogic, BeSmarty, Anomaly Squared, SourcePoint, Total Expert, and Next Level Advisors. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We have an incredible guest for you today. He's a technology evangelist. He's an industry thought leader. But more importantly, he's super passionate about helping homeowners and connecting them to all of the parties in the process so that they have a more streamlined and a seamless interaction and they can go to one source to really get what they need. I couldn't be more excited to welcome to the show, Dustin Gray, CEO and co-founder of Milestones Labs. Dustin, welcome to the show. Michael, thanks so much for having me. Well, it is great to have you. You've got a wealth of knowledge and expertise. I always like to start off Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get started doing what you're doing? How did you tie into financial services? So it gives our listeners a little glimpse into you before we start diving into all the different topics. Sure. So 28 years ago, I accidentally got in the real estate and mortgage business as a high school student, actually located about 15 minutes from you in Michigan. And that was me accidentally starting a career that's now spanned um, quite a while. So I started answering the phones at a real estate company, got a license, and then began building tech to support this during the first internet boom in the late 90s, built a commercial multiple listing service, and grew that into a company which today is part of Moody's and serves about 80 or 90 different cities and the professionals that work in the commercial real estate industry. So that's how I got my start. And from there, just evolved from one aspect of real estate and lending to the next. Oh, well, I love it. And there's so many people that will share their story. There's not a lot of people that went to college and said, you know what? I can't wait to get into the mortgage industry. I can't wait to get into real estate. But what you find is once you get into these industries, most people tell you, you'll never leave. There's great people. There's people that are passionate about what they do. And it's such an integral part of our economy of home ownership and helping people find the, the dream of their home, or their home of the dream. So uh, I think it's great. So Dustin, as we start talking about it, I want to go into a little bit about what are some of the challenges that homeowners are facing in today's market and what are some of the tools, what are some of the things they should be looking for to help them better navigate? Well, if you put yourself in the shoes of a homeowner, which for most of the viewers and listeners to this podcast, they are homeowners. It's not that hard to imagine what the challenges are because most of us who own a home have concluded one thing. It's exciting to get a home, but it's it's quite challenging once you own one, especially if you're a busy professional that's got lots of stuff going on in your personal life as well. And so 
I think just that by itself sets the stage for the many things that happen next. You've got this asset. For most, it's the biggest thing you'll ever own and the most important thing you'll ever own. But yet, it's a basket of moving parts that all have different ages, need care and feeding, and are in some ways interwoven into your life. And so when things break or when things need to be improved or when it's time to go, these are not business decisions. They're very personal decisions. And so navigating all that if you're a homeowner is just plain challenging because it's not one thing or the other. It's many things. And that by itself takes takes some effort. Absolutely. And as you talk about that, home ownership is a challenge, right? You get in, you get the keys to your house, you're super excited, but oh, I need insurance. And oh, I need, oh, wow, I was thinking of getting a deck and how do I get a deck and who do I call and who do I trust and something else happened to the house and we need to get a different garage door and there's something, there is a lot of moving parts to the whole transaction, but there isn't always a great way to connect those different pieces into kind of a trusted source where, where can I go to get this information? Where can I connect with all of these different providers? Yeah, I'll tell you a personal story, a two-part thing. The first was I bought this house five years ago in Austin, Texas, sight unseen. And don't recommend that, by the way. But <laughs> it was the first single-family home we'd ever owned. We'd always lived in condos or places where um, you're – the things you had to deal with as a homeowner were somewhat narrowed by virtue of its design. So we tore this house apart. We took everything from the roof all the way down to the floors, and we literally renovated the whole thing down to the studs. And I don't recommend this process either, but it taught us a lot about how do you make decisions on what to do, who to work with, where to spend your money, et cetera, et cetera. And fortunately, we did this right before the pandemic, and you know, didn't didn't try to navigate it during that time period. And all of this meant we needed access to people. We needed access to money. We needed access to education. We were making decisions, and it wasn't like we were making one decision, because anybody who's renovated a house will tell you, once you, like, peel back a wall, all of a sudden, <laughs> you find all kinds of other things that you didn't know 15 minutes before. And that by itself... Because you're in this, for most, 10-year period of homeownership, you feel like you're alone, and you scratch your head, and things get stressful when they don't go according to plan, which they never do. And it's time-intensive right. for you, and it's money-intensive for you, and it's related to your family and your life, so it's a different set of decisions. And we went through that period of about two years of doing this project and it was quite challenging, but of course it also turned out okay. So fast forward a couple more years, we come out of the pandemic and our family decides we're going to grow. So my wife and I get pregnant and now we're faced with a different series of challenges in the same house. So all of a sudden our home office is going to become a nursery our guest bedroom is going to become a live-in nanny's room. It's no longer very cool to drive to the office, and none of our employees want to go anymore because they're actually more productive in their homes. And working out of your kitchen when you've got a screaming toddler is kind of a no-go. And so the space I'm sitting in now 
is 15 feet from the house, we needed to build something. So we built a little miniature house, which meant we needed an architect, we needed a builder, we needed money, or if we didn't do this project, we needed to pick up and move. And if we were going to pick up and move, that became a different calculus of, okay, what's our house worth? How can we take our equity over here and go over there? Okay, what are today's interest rates? Oof, they're not looking so good. So these are the these are the calculus that everybody who's a homeowner goes through in their own life. It just might be a little different between you and me, depending on where we are, where we live, and what's going on. Well, I love that you bring in that personal aspect of the story of those are the challenges during the pandemic. We finished off our basement. Boy, that was a fun process. You have like, and like you said, there's the stresses of supply chain. Are they going to be able to get the materials? They can't get the permits, all of the things that get uncovered when they peel something back and trying to make those decisions and then because you're the homeowner and it's your residence and where you're living and you have a family unit, it becomes much more stressful. There's more anxiety in that. Uh, so I love the fact that you bring that up. And I think that leads us to kind of tell me about then Milestone Labs and why did you guys create it and how does it address some of those things that we were just <clears throat> discussing? Well, we created it. We started this journey, gosh, it's been um, over four years now, solving a totally different problem than we are today. They're all related, but it goes something like this. People go through a decade-long journey of homeownership, and it starts with, okay, I'm going to buy a home if I'm already living in one, which most people are. I'm also going to sell the home I'm in, and I'm going to move. And I'm going to get some money in the form of a loan for most that's going to happen and originate that mortgage and move in. And that is for most people about a, you know, call it six month process under normal market conditions, right? Yep. Then you stay parked for 10 years and stuff changes. So when we started the business, we were very focused on how can we build a very modern collaborative way to get the house. And if you already had one, sell the house you're in. And we did that. You can sort of imagine it's sort of the collaboration of a program like Slack or Microsoft Teams meets the search and shop of something like a private um, you know, portal, a Zillow, Realtor.com, whatever. But then there's all kinds of things that you would also need to bring into that picture, including, you know, hey, I've got to sign some contracts or upload some documents, fill out some forms, um, go through a process of originating a mortgage. So there's a bunch of stuff there, right? And traditionally, yep. that stuff is pretty disjointed because you have a mortgage company, a real estate company, and a title company involved in virtually all transactions. And you probably get a home inspection and you probably get an appraiser. So there's all these different things that are sort of around a transaction that are hard. And there wasn't a digital way of organizing that soup to nuts from the moment I'd like, hey, maybe I should buy a house in a year, all the way to the end. Very ambitious project. And off we went to embark on that journey for transactions. And we invested years of time and millions of dollars. And then, of course, the pandemic hits and all that goes out the window because people are transacting in 24 to 48 hours, not six months. Right. So along comes a pivot and, you know, like any early company, 
there's usually a pivot. The pivot for us wasn't abandoning the transaction or trying to make that seamless digital experience, but it was the acknowledgement that in reality, we missed the boat. In reality, if you look at that 10-year journey and you think about that buy, move, own, sell loop that we go through, it's not a perfect circle. In fact, it's almost like a teardrop. All the time is weighted at the bottom. You spent 10 years living in that home and six months transacting. So where the pivot went for us was what could we do for homeowners on behalf of the people who helped them get the home, who want to work with them again and know that there's going to be another transaction someday, how do you stay connected and fill the void of that decade in between transactions and really deliver value if you're a real estate or mortgage or other type of professional? And for all the people that you know that you didn't just close a transaction within the next or in the last 12 or 24 months, just the the huge volume of leads and sphere relationships you have, personal contacts, what could you give them to meet people where they are? So we said, look, we got to take this company and 90% of our resources are going to go toward building the, the digital Swiss army knife of homeownership as brought to you by a trusted advisor or group of trusted advisors. And to me, that felt like you could tap the brain power and the relationships and the local market networks and knowledge of people who were truly close to you to navigate that 10-year period. And inevitably, you're going to need their advice. You're going to need their help. How could you build that in a way where the relationship or the transaction never ended? It just went on indefinitely until somebody said, you know what, I need to borrow some money. Um, I'm not going to move like I planned. Instead, I'm going to renovate the kitchen. Instead, I'm going to build an addition. Instead, I'm going to go and buy an investment property. So it's the continuity of that relationship and not thinking about it as a transaction where we went, aha, this is where we want to be. And what can we do for consumers so that they are loyal to the people that got them that house or want to get them the next one. That's what this is all about. Well, there's two main things I really want to address there that I think are so very critical. Let's focus on mortgage. There's a lot of mortgage companies, a lot of mortgage people listening to this, a lot of real estate agents, but historically the trans everyone has focused on the transaction, not the relationship. Get the Smith file in, get the Smith file out, get the Hammond file in, get the Hammond file out. And they move on to the next Transaction, transaction to transaction. And I love your approach about it's critical to focus on the relationship. You know, there's statistics I've mentioned on this podcast before. The average borrower is going to get seven to 11 loans over the course of their lifetime. Currently, 85% of the people don't go back to the person who got them their first loan. <laughs> Isn't that Shame on us. It is. Yep. And I think it goes to you saying, Hey, it's more of a teardrop and there's so much time that 10 years that you're spending in the home. And if you can find ways to engage people in that process, and this goes to the second point I wanted to kind of have you expand upon was and add value. 
then they're going to stick with you. And now you've created a lifelong relationship where you're going to get loans, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. And that is millions of dollars over the lifetime of just that one individual borrower. So talk to me a little bit about then how do you add value and how do you make this relationship sticky so that people want to continue to engage and evolve and, and really use the different services that are available. So again, go back and think about your own experience as a homeowner and just think about all the places you've stubbed your toe and you can put these into different buckets, right? Some of these are financial related. People do a terrible job actually budgeting what it takes to maintain a house. And I'm not just talking about mowing the lawn or cleaning the gutters. It's the lack of planning and realization when you buy a house that your house is this collection of assets and all those assets, kind of like organs in the human body, they're all aging, right? And they're all going to wear out at some point. They all need care and feeding. And most of us don't want to spend our time doing that and don't budget for the replacement of those things. So inevitably- wow, Such a good point. When they wear out or when there's an exogenous shock, then your life goes sideways. Silly example for us. We've had two years in a row where we've had ice storms in Texas. Now, if you're from the north and I used to be right down the road from you and ice storms, no big deal. <laughs> Frankly, it's like, geez, that's all winter long, right? But here we're not built for snow. We're built for heat. And so pipes burst because they were never insulated. And if a house was built in the 80s, chances are you're full of pipes that weren't insulated. And so one breaks and all of a sudden you have no water and you've got children to take care of and you've got, you know, showers to be taken or toilets to flush. And you're like, I will pay anything to solve this problem. But because everybody else in town also has burst pipes, get in line, try to find a plumber. And those are the kinds of things, whether it's I didn't budget to replace these items or something needs repair or, you know, I really don't want to spend my Saturday afternoon doing this somewhat dangerous or rote chore or, hey, um, mom fell and broke her hip and I need to borrow some money to get her in-home care because she lives in Atlanta and I'm not there to take care of her. All of these things tap your home in some way and they really tap your life in some way right so to think about solving them there's a combination of information needed right i'm in a jam or i'm trying to prevent being in a jam what do i need to know okay what are these things can i do myself what are the things that i probably want to give to somebody else if that is giving them to somebody else to help me take care of how do I find someone who's going to show up? Hey, I'm in Austin, Texas right now. Try to get somebody to show up to do a job. If you're a homeowner, contractors don't need you. You need them more than they need you. And finding a good one, everybody's kind of like very protective. Like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I got my guy or I got my, I got my, I got my gal and I'll loan them out to you, but don't tell anybody else about them. Right? So when you look at the things they fall into money, repairs, maintenance, improvements, um, optionality of trading up or trading down, right? 
those are the kinds of things that people need help with. And in other areas of your life, you can summon someone or you can get information very easily and solve these problems. But in our particular industry, because it's so fragmented, it's very difficult to do that for consumers in a way that feels polished, right? It's not like you're going on Expedia and planning a vacation or banking with whoever you bank with and doing most of it online now. That really hasn't been done comprehensively for homeowners. And it certainly hasn't been done in a way that the people who are trusted, who actually have the knowledge and the networks to help you, can be there with you. Listen, I love it. And you and I could keep talking about this for a while. You are welcome back anytime to the show because I think this is fascinating. And you've given some very real world examples of this is the challenge that you guys are addressing. And by coming up with a solution that makes it seamless for the homeowner to interact with all of the other parties, not just to the transaction to close it, but for those 10 years of living in the home, and like you said, all of the different categories of, is it repair, is it improvement, is it downsizing, is it upsizing, is it a life situation that has changed, and now I need to go help my mother in Atlanta, you really have summed it up very well. What is the best way for people who want to find out about more about milestones and want to be able to get connected to that network and leverage a great resource like that, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you guys and find out more? So by far, just go to milestones.ai and start your journey there. Also recognize that all the things that we do are invisible. So Milestones is not a consumer brand. It's a invisible plumbing for financial services, brokerage, title, other real estate professionals to build on, right? We've invested tens of millions of dollars in years of time. If you go to Milestones, you'll see a bit about that. But the best way is to simply connect with us from our, our website or from our LinkedIn and take a peek at what we built under the hood and then start to dream about how you would adapt it for you because we aren't a direct-to-consumer brand. We are that platform that companies build on to serve their customers. So come to our website and check us out, but then really take a demo, and I think you'll be pretty blown away with what this team has built over the last four or five years and then start to think about, okay, I have customers. I want them to come back to me, and I want them to refer other people to me and how do we do that for the majority of people who aren't going to move, even if they want to move? Most folks aren't going to trade a low interest rate for a high interest rate unless they have to. So with that in mind, let's think about how do we meet people where they are and do it together? That's what really we're all about. Oh, I absolutely love it. For those of you listening, go check out what they're doing. It is a great solution to really enhance the relationship so that we can shift the mindset from transaction to really fostering and growing those relationships with our customers. Dustin, thank you so much for being a guest on this episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We appreciate you, Michael, and thanks again for having us. Thank you. FinTech Hunting is brought to you by Next Level Advisors. Next Level Advisors, where businesses come to grow. Are you struggling to keep up with record origination volumes? 
From property valuation and appraisal to title insurance and closing services, WFG Enterprise Solutions provides flexible mortgage origination services that address your organization's needs head-on. By taking the time to understand how you run your business, WFG can create solutions that save you time and money on every transaction. That's why WFG consistently earns Net Promoter's world-class ranking for customer satisfaction. Innovative solutions, world-class customer satisfaction. Get to know WFG today at WFGLS.com. Tired of logging into different systems to check your loan pipeline? Ready to update your processes to meet today's digital borrowers? Now you can with BSmarty's all-in-one mortgage technology solution. Save yourself time and money and wow your borrowers. Find out how at BeSmarty.com. What does instant mean to you when it comes to income and employment verification? With the demand for loans increasingly being met with a competitive edge, lenders should turn towards automation. A key way lenders can move digital is by leveraging instant income and the employment data from the work number, which helps them keep pace in an era where every day brings new challenges. To learn more, visit theworknumber.com. Are you looking to close more loans in 2021? Experience Accelerate's award-winning customer engagement platform, featuring lead management, CRM, call routing, sales enablement, marketing automation, borrower engagement, and data intelligence through innovative use of multi-channel marketing, text, social media, email, direct mail, phone, ringless voicemail, retargeting, and so much more. Accelerate, helping lenders close more loans through better borrower engagement. Schedule your personal demo today at Incelerate.com.